What the hell are you thinking is the show that talks about everything you thought you knew? I mean, well, not everything. We, we don't do math. But the kind of things that make the world the way it is today. Confusing, annoying, contradictory, and often extremely stupid. Join host Dave Bledsoe as he explores the past 50 years or so and explains how dumb things were then and why they're even dumber now because those things happen. You can listen every Monday morning at whatthehellpodcast.com or on your favorite podcast app. Hey, gang! This place is Fun City, huh? <laughs> Principal Snyder? Call me Snyder. Just a last name like Barbarino. Oh, I am so stoked! <sighs> hey, did you see Miss Barton? I think she's wasted. I'm gonna have to put that in her next performance review because I'm the principal. <laughs> I don't like this. They could have heart attacks. Uh, well, may- maybe there's a doctor here. Yeah! I think that is my doctor. He- he's usually less topless. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We're just two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, giving our reactions, giving our reviews. We're your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. I'm Vance Tucker. Oh, last name today. Whoa. What's the occasion? Switching it up. It's band candy, baby. (laughs) It is band candy. We're talking season three, episode six, titled Band Candy, directed by Michael Lang, written by Jane S. Spenson. Original air date, November 10th, 1998, to an audience of 6.35 million people. A little bit of a dip from last week, which is a huge shame because I was a big fan of this episode. Big, big fan. I liked the episode. I think it was too hyped up for me. Oh, really? I I had high hopes going into this one. And it's not a bad episode at all. It's it's really good and fun. Um, Well, it also continues the Vance Victory Tour of uh 2022 here <laughs> yeah got a little prediction right um yeah. i didn't expect it to happen this way but i yeah, think this neither. is a great i think this is a great way for it to happen while i was watching i i and i saw one of your predictions come true i hit pause immediately texted you being like oh you're gonna like this episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was liking i was liking it before that even kicked in i mean anytime yeah. a ripper shows up Oh, yeah, it's the greatest. Okay, well, before we get into it, I just want to plug some show dates. Joey Boy is out in the world of doing comedy once again, so I've got some shows. If you're in L.A., I got a show July 1st at the Comedy Chateau. Um, It's like in North Hollywood, and that shows at 10 o'clock. If you use promo code, all caps, Joe W., no spaces, just Joe W., you get free tickets um, if you go to Comedy Chateau's website. And July 8th and 9th, I'll be performing at the Madhouse Comedy Club in San Diego. I don't have any kind of promo code for that. Sorry about that. So if you're in San Diego and you want to come see me, you're going to have to pay full price, everybody. But I'll be there all weekend. So those are the plugs for old Joey Boy. You got anything, Vance? Uh, No. No, okay. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any plugs. 
I don't know. You, you're doing shit. I'm doing you're, stuff, but I, I got nothing. If you're a sports you know? fan, go to Bleacher Report. You can see Vance's uh, writing on some of the uh, like uh, basketball portal series. Yeah, it's called the portal. Yeah. You know. There um, you go. Yeah. That's... We don't just do this podcast, everybody. <laughs> we have other shit going on. <laughs> <laughs> do we, though? I mean, kind of. I probably won't have shows again for another like three months. <laughs> So please yeah. come to the show. <laughs> All right. Shall we get into it here, Vance? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So the episode opens up with Buffy and Giles at the graveyard. And uh, Giles is helping Buffy study for her SATs, basically just like reading her all kinds of uh, questions. And Buffy's so stupid. She doesn't know the answers to any of them. She's just like, "Is it gotta, it's got to be B. We haven't had a B in a while. Please <laughs> tell me it's B. And Giles is like, we're not connecting dots buffy this is i don't hate that logic though (laughs) oh i definitely used that logic when i was in school it's got to be a c at some point right 100 percent used that logic (laughs) and i didn't do great on my sats no i did not i probably should have studied more i don't think i did sat prep at all and i really should have i don't know why i didn't do anything like that we had a an actual class that was set up to help us what did you get on your sats uh, I don't know. Something like 12, something like that. Oh, like, wow. I, I Dude, I got like, a, I remember I got it. So I did the 2400 one, but out of the original like 1600, I got a 1080. That was the best I ever did. Mm. Your boy's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> did I you take it once or twice? I took it like two or three times, I think. Oh, man. I took it twice. And I think my verbal or math went up just by a little bit. And that's about it. Yeah. yeah revealing how stupid i am um and then uh vampires show up <laughs> and buffy like kills it and then she's like all right giles yeah you know what i think i'm done studying for the night yeah and giles oh like God. no you're not <laughs> you gotta get into college buffy like i don't know why it's like you gotta get into college yeah like high school i get like you have to kind of go well she wants to go to high school yeah but, like, but, she knows what her job's going to be. It's, yeah. It's not like she's going to be a power broker on Wall Street and then <laughs> also killing vampires. I mean, she could well, go to, like, that. a trade school. I'd watch a Sex in the City vampire. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd be pretty rad. Yeah. So after all that, uh, we go to the mayor's office, and the mayor is meeting up with Mr. Trick to discuss some kind of mission that they have. They're going to awaken a demon and the mayor walks over to a, a, like a closet that he has, and it's filled with all these relics and talisman and things that he, he's going to give up to demons and make sacrifices. And I, I just didn't understand all of the stuff. Like he owes a tribute to a demon for his political gain. So yeah, the reason if you're worshiping a demon, right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> It's like the it's like the gym teacher that's trying to win the Sunnydale swim team state championship, right? You're doing so much to win such a small award. Exactly. It's not like this is the Olympics. It's not like this is yeah. the presidency. <laughs> you're not even a mayor of like Los Angeles. You're the mayor of Sunnydale. Yeah. You shouldn't have to worship a demon to win that. <laughs> yeah. He he's basically explained to Mister Trick like you don't think. You think I got all this power just by being me? It's like, dude, it's not that hard. (laughs) Like, uh, I mean, geez, like think bigger, dream bigger, man. Yeah. 
So they're kind of figuring out some kind of plan to awaken this demon, which is going to happen in this episode. And uh, then we get the intro song. And then we go to school and Buffy is talking to Willow about how she had SAT nightmares. And Oz is like, hey, I can help you. I actually scored really well. Willow's bragging about how Oz has he has the highest score on the SATs for someone that never graduated. <laughs> He's just like rolling around like he doesn't need to take class. Like he doesn't like because college you get like credits or whatever to graduate. High school yeah. is just like I don't even remember. It's like you just have to you have to pass. You have to pass, but it's not like he it's not like he has classes to make up. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean it's how, very he, funny. how did he even get held back? He just stopped going to one class or something? I think it's just because he <laughs> I think he just skipped school constantly because yeah. he's werewolfing. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> he's just out werewolfing, dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean so Oz offers the help, and then everybody kind of meets up with uh, Willow, Oz, Buffy, Xander, Cordelia. Cordelia mentions that she loves the SATs, and Buffy's like, what? Really? You like it? And she's like, yeah, I'm actually a really good test taker. And everyone's like, what? She's like, I can have layers. And I'm like, true, true. And I enjoyed that. She has, she, she has always seemed like she's smart, like book smart. Because yeah. I met a lot of book smart people that are very dumb. In real life, yes, yeah. yes. I knew a girl that was a nurse. Like she studied, and she's a nurse. And then I, w- I was talking to her one day, and she didn't know. She we went to a comedy show, and somebody was talking about a gazelle, mm-hmm. and she had no idea what a gazelle was. And I was like, "What? How do you not know what a f- gazelle is?" Well, I would consider knowing what a gazelle is to be book smart. <laughs> She also didn't know that Bill was short for William. Mm. Now, that's like just that seems weird when you're dealing with people in a hospital. Yeah. 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 Okay. I was, I was right. flabbergasted. I'll pass on These the are, gazelle. This the, is who yeah. is taking care of us, people. <laughs> um, But yeah, so Buffy is, you know, Oz is like, well, I could help you out tonight. And Buffy says, like, you know, I got to hang out with my mom. I promised my mom that I'd hang out with her tonight. And as they're walking into the cafeteria, Principal Snyder standing in front of a buttload of candy. And Xander's like, oh, you're giving out candy. Thanks, Principal Snyder. And he's like, no, it's not giving it out. I'm just giving this to you because you have to sell it because the marching band needs money and this is a fundraiser you need to sell this candy and did you ever have to do this in school i remember there were candy sales like uh world's finest chocolate was the one yep yep those yep those big those big chocolate bars with like peanuts in them and stuff yeah um yeah uh, but that was like elementary school i think ish yeah that was elementary school for me yeah. and my parents just bought the exact minimum that you needed to buy and was like you're done you're not doing any of this yeah. <laughs> i was like thank god oh yeah i never went door to door it was just like any family members or friends that wanted it and that was it <laughs> yeah um so the, that's what the gang needs to do they need to sell this these candy bars for the marching band and then buffy goes home and the mom's like i don't want to buy this candy. <laughs> and she's like all right i'll buy half yeah Buffy's like oh you're the best mom ever um, and 
then they get into this like weird fight about Buffy wanting to learn how to drive. And the mom is like, you failed the written test so bad that they wouldn't even let you take the actual test. Like you're not driving. Buffy's like, that was a year ago. I've changed. And the mom is like, no, I don't want you driving. You already skipped town once. And if I give you access to a car, who knows where you're going to go? And Buffy's like, I'm not going anywhere, mom. He's like, if I wanted to leave, I could just take a bus. He's like, don't joke about that. I'm like, your house was wrecked by zombies. Yeah. It's fine. Like, I know. It's like she missed the episodes between the last time she's been here. You know? Like, she just picked (laughs) up. Like, like they're they're talking about her running away again. And I'm like, wait, aren't we past that? Aren't we six episodes in? Yeah, there's been so much more shit going on. Her house is a wreck. Uh, there was another the school sl- is a wreck. You learned about there being another Slayer. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it was like one of those things where I was like, all right, we don't need to rehash this argument, especially for what it turns out to be. Yeah, like her driving isn't really. It never really gets a big payoff. Minus like, yeah. it's like I there, mean, it, but. It, it's there, but it's not like, oh, this is the crux of. Yeah. Like, you don't want Buffy to drive because she's a terrible driver. And she exactly. should be behind the wheel of a car. But she should learn how to drive because she's a slayer and she can't run super fast. <laughs> Dude, watching her run in some of these episodes is so awkward. I think she's Sarah always in heels, too. Okay, yeah. Because every time I remember in the last episode... Uh, in Homecoming, she was running around the halls while the twins were trying to shoot her. Mm-hmm. And she looked so awkward. And I was like, okay, well, she's wearing heels. Yeah. And then this time, she's running throughout like a warehouse in this episode. And she looks just as awkward. Maybe she's still wearing heels. But she looks so weird running. It's like very straight up and down and like robotic. Yeah, and her face looks kind of, it looks like a squirrel to me for some reason. Like when she's, only when she's running, she looks like a little squirrel. <laughs> but basically the scene ends with the mom talking about how she's like, well, Mr. Giles is occupying a bunch of your time and mm-hmm. your friends and you're slaying a bill. Like, I want to have some time with you. And Buffy's like, all of my time is scheduled and I don't have any free time, blah, blah, blah. And then we cut to a scene with Buffy training with Giles. I really love when they throw stuff out like that that isn't actually true. Because she's always been floating around by herself the last yeah. three episodes. Dude, she literally <laughs> walks down dark alleys alone all the time. And now she's like, I can't get a moment of peace. And when you yeah. all right. <laughs> Haven't noticed that before. <laughs> Your mom hasn't been in episodes. <laughs> <laughs> it's those like uh, guest starring. I thought Christine Sutherland was like a... A full cast member. She's still a guest nah, star. No. Nah. Um, so then we cut to a scene where Giles is training with Buffy and he's doing some kind of he's doing the Jedi training where he blindfolds Buffy and he's like, All right, I'm gonna have you have this dodgeball. I'm gonna walk around for a little bit, and then you have to hit me with the dodgeball. It's supposed to like test your senses and make sure that you're, you know, able to find some enemy that can move around without your sight or something like oh it was if you're fighting in the dark yeah that's what the purpose of this was so giles walks behind her and buffy turns around and giles is looking at her like oh you are so far off and buffy throws the dodgeball at the wall and it bounces off 
and smacks Giles in the face. And uh, he's like, oh, well, okay. That really backfired on me because he had kind of like a snicker when she was facing the wall. Yeah. Well, and then, he's like, she she calls him out. She's like, Are, have you run out of like training ideas? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> honestly, like every time we see him train her, she beats him really quick. And then he goes, oh, yeah, you are a slayer. Like, <laughs> yeah. like this would be the perfect time for him to be like, hey. How about I teach you some SAT stuff? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, why are they training Slayer fights? I don't know. But, like, this is the only thing that we see. We see Buffy throw one ball, and then mm-hmm. she takes the blindfold off, and she's like, all right, I'm done training. And Giles is like, what? <laughs> she's like, I got to go. I got to go hang out with my mom. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And then he kind of looks like, okay, this is a little weird. Yeah, I wrote down, it's like, Giles gives a sad face look. He does. He looks like, she's leaving me. Yeah, I was like, all right, that was weird. (laughs) Yeah. But we find out that she's not going to go hang out with her mom. She's not going to go out to the graveyard to even slay. She goes to the abandoned mansion where Angel is being kept. And (laughs) Angel... (laughs) Angel's alone in this abandoned mansion shirtless doing tai chi ridiculous and and buffy shows up and she sees him doing this and she's like oh my god oh my god what a man (laughs) and then angel who is facing where buffy is doesn't notice buffy and he's like does his little like force power move and then he looks up and he's like buffy and buffy's like I didn't know that you could do all of that. (laughs) It's so dumb. It's so dumb. And then Angel's like, yeah, I'm feeling a lot stronger now. And then immediately falls to her. (laughs) I'm feeling better now. And he's like, oh, God, I'm weak. And he's so sweaty. Pulls a Giles, just fucking passes out. (laughs) He's so sweaty for someone doing Tai Chi. And yeah. I've seen Tai Chi done in the park. I've never done Tai Chi myself. Yeah. Tai Chi is done by mostly older and typically old, old Asian, ladies. Old ladies. You'll see like uh, an older group of Asian people like out doing it. It's a meditative movement thing, mm-hmm. right? Not something that you break into a hard sweat. <laughs> yeah. Like you're at CrossFit or something. <laughs> um, and how does he know how to do that? Why does he do it? I don't know. I think what, I mean I know he why he's doing it, just so she can come in and walk in on a shirtless hot angel. But I guess it's like to calm his mind, I I suppose. Like this is a meditative thing and he's been through hell. He's been yeah. tortured in hell for quite a while. So I'll give him that. But breaking a sweat, I mean, how hot when did is that angel, mansion? When did Angel get into well, he is in the sun, so uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, like when did he learn to do this has he always done this is this what he does in uh in his apartment i guess uh, yeah i mean it was a very would you bizarre... have liked it better if he was just doing pull-ups yeah push-ups absolutely yeah yeah absolutely because then it would have made sense for him to go i'm feeling stronger <laughs> <laughs> And then to he's, also pass out. He's ripping phone books in half. 
So Buffy drags him over to a, like a couch and uh, she gives him some more blood from the butcher in her in a paper bag. And then Angel like opens the bag and he is he kind of doesn't want to drink it in front of her, I guess, to be like, oh, I don't want to. Uh, you know, David Boreanaz has had enough tomato soup. This, yeah. this episode. He's like, I don't want to drink more tomato soup. I, I got to ask you this question about David Boreanaz. Okay. Does it look like he's constantly shrugging his shoulder? Like his his shoulders are always shrugged up around his ear. Like he doesn't relax his shoulders at all, it seems like. Mm. And his, you know what? I'm going to come out and say it. His body's not good. In he, this shirtless scene, he's not, not ripped, good body. He's not ripped in this in that scene. You know like, who has a more impressive ripped body? Swim Team Xander. <laughs> Xander was looking good. He had a swimmer's body, you know. He t- he went he joined swim team for one day, so he had a swimmer's body. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, mean, hey, I mean, Angel has been in hell for three months. You know, but that's enough gotta, to lose. They, that's the, that's enough. To, even they didn't put him through enough hard labor down there. I know. know. I guess they didn't have any uh, barbells or anything down there in hell. But I mean, he just looks tense and not good. And yeah. I think he looked. I like think he looked average. He didn't look like what you would expect when like we do a shirt off scene in a Hollywood pick movie. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So Angel's like, uh, "How's Scott doing?" And Buffy's like, um, "He actually." She's about to tell him that she got dumped, and she's like, "Oh, he's actually doing well. He's doing well. Don't worry about Scott." And then uh, Angel goes. Are you being careful? And Buffy's like, with Scott? <laughs> like condom talk from Angel the Vampire? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, no, 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 no. I'm worried about you out there being a slayer. And she's like, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm doing fine. <laughs> and he's like, all right, cool. Uh, and then she like kind of pats Angel on the head. She's like, all right, well, you're, you're getting pretty strong now. I, soon you won't need me. And then Angel's like, I won't need you. <laughs> uh, it's the opposite way. Oh, oh yeah, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Angel, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah. Angel mentions, like, soon I won't need you. And then it's like, oh, or soon you won't need to. Like, Angel's basically saying, like, soon I'll be out of your hair. You won't have to keep bringing me blood from the butcher. Which my question is, what does this butcher think Buffy's using this blood for? Yeah. What kind of crooked br- butcher? <laughs> It's just giving out blood. Well, I mean, you can go there. You can get blood from a butcher. They have it, you know? Or you can be like, hey, if you have leftover. But, like, you would think a teenage girl coming in for pints of blood, you'd be like, what's going on? Unless he just has a vampire hookup and he's like, hey, whatever keeps the vampire off the street. I'm sure the angel does. No, I'm saying her. I'm saying a teenage girl. If Cordelia kept coming in asking for a pint of blood every every day, you'd be like, what's going on? (laughs) You know what? I'm going to try it. I'm going to go to a butcher shop. I'm going to be like, you guys sell quarts of blood. <laughs> With your look, I don't think you ought to do that. <laughs> I do look very vampiric. Yeah. <laughs> we like, no, you want a transfusion, Jeff. <laughs> you want to go to the doctor. You don't want to do this yourself. <laughs> um, so then Buffy comes home and the mom is like, wow, you're home. You're home late. Like what? What took you so long? And Buffy's like, 
oh, you know Giles, he's always wanting to train, train, train and study, study, study. And then Giles pops out from behind the corner and he's like, oh, hey, what's up, Buffy? Your mom knows that you weren't with me. And Buffy's like, hey, you guys want to watch some TV? Uh, I heard there's a really good uh, Dateline episode going on today. And Buffy and uh, uh, she's so bad at like trying to get out of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then the mom is like, where have you been? You're lying to us. I hate this. Were you at the bronze? And Buffy's like, yes, I, yep, I was at the bronze. And the mom is like, well, what's going on at the bronze? And Buffy's like, I don't know bronze stuff. And then so her and Giles, Buffy's mom and Giles basically kind of reprimand Buffy about like, dude, you're lying to us. This is bad news. We need to know where you are at all times. And then Buffy gives a speech about, you know, I'm just a kid. I need to have some freedom. And you guys got to give me some freedom to stop being helicopter parents. And while this is all going on, Buffy's mom is just demolishing a candy bar. Yeah, she's offering it to Giles. And Giles has never turned down the treat. No. <laughs> Giles starts eating some candy as yeah. well. And the mom, it's just like any time the camera cuts to the mom, she's already chewing on a piece of candy, breaks off another piece of candy, puts it in her mouth. And... It's so gross. I hate people eating on screen, especially when you can hear it. <laughs> you did have this issue a lot with girls, I remember. Yeah, and I could just hear every chew that Joyce is making, <laughs> and it was bothering me. Um, so Giles and Buffy's mom send her to bed. They're like, you should go to bed. And then they sit down on the couch and like, what are we going to do about Buffy? And they're like, oh, no, we'll have to figure something out. We got to have a vigorous schedule for Jowsing's over, grabs another candy bar. The mom's still eating her candy bar. And at this point, you're like, something's up with the candy. Well, there's a whole transition too, where he leans in to go for a candy bar. And then we go to the warehouse. Like, yeah, there's a whole box on the table. And Giles isn't going to take more hurts. He's going for the box. Yeah. <laughs> like he's going in hard. Uh, and it, it's like a... It cuts like it's a match transition to the warehouse where like people are boxing it all up and stuff. Yeah. And one of the one of the guys is like looking over his shoulders and he's like, oh, should I eat? I'm going to eat some of this candy. Takes a little bite of a candy. Well, and, he doesn't uh, bite it. He's about to open it. Yeah, he's about to open it. Well, and, uh, and you can't do this on a line. No. A factory line isn't like, oh, you can open a box, take one out and keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> like absolutely not he's way too far down the line before you can actually start doing that you got to go to the front but whatever and yeah. before he can open it up and eat it from behind him our good buddy ethan ray in his back puts it down and he's like you don't want to be eating that buddy trust me and i wrote down ethan rain is behind the candy exclamation point. oh i i well i knew ahead of time but just I knew just because I look at the cast really quick mm -hmm. to see who, who, if there's going to be like any guest stars in the episode. Mm. Um, so I knew he was in this. I didn't. And once they started talking about like, oh, I knew a guy he worked on. He worked the city before. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, that's Ethan Rain. And I think it's near Halloween. It seems there's like Halloween esque posters up like Halloween it 98. It wouldn't make sense because this episode aired November 10th originally. That it would be near Halloween that they filmed this. No, no, no. I'm saying like if they if it came out, why would they have a Halloween episode? Well, it's not Halloween, Halloween, but it's like 
it's I feel like Halloween has just passed or something. Like there's posters when they're walking down the school in the mm-hmm. background that say like Halloween ninety eight. So and I okay. think that's like maybe like an allusion to like Ethan Rain showing up who had the big oh, Halloween episode. Yeah, yeah, Ethan yeah. Rain okay. is Halloween. I like Ethan Rain. He's such a he's a scumbag. <laughs> he's the Joker because they keep letting him go. Yeah, <laughs> they keep letting this guy who has destro- almost destroyed the city on multiple occasions. Yeah, but uh, I was happy to see him back. Um, and he's working at the candy factory. He's Willy Wonka right now. So then we have Buffy and Cordelia in their science class. It looks like, and they're waiting for the teacher to show up. The teacher's I think it's study late. hall. I think there's oh, it's study, study hall, hall. And Giles is supposed to be running it. So yeah, who knows why? Um. And Giles is late, and Buffy's like, this is kind of weird. Why is Giles is never late? This is odd. Something must be up. He might be dead. And he might be dead. That's what yeah, you have to assume. If the teacher doesn't show up, they're dead. Yeah. Like, um, behind Buffy and Cordelia, Xander and Willow are sitting, sitting and Xander's munching on some candy. He is mm-hmm. eating that candy super hard. And he's like, man, I freaking love candy. It's so good. It's so awesome. I'm gonna. I could eat candy all day, every day for every meal. <laughs> and uh, Willow's like, "Yeah, candy's great." And then it pans down to their feet, and Xander and Willow are playing footsie, and they're like wrapping their feet. And another. This is a, a thing that I hate as well. This is a fashion corner moment. This is a Joe loves nothing episode. Yeah, it really is. Fashion corner moment. This is a very nitpicky fashion corner moment because it's not like anything. It looks bad, but Xander has his shoes completely untied. This is really grandma, but fucking tie your shoes, my guy. (laughs) Are they untied where they're just like loose dangly down or they untied like where they're like. Vance, you better believe that I paused to make sure that they were completely untied. They are completely untied. Like like shoes like tripping hazard untied. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. Just dangling all mm-hmm. over the place. Because I can it. understand if it was just like, you know, they're not tied, but they're like the laces no. are there. Yeah. See, I have a couple of pairs of yeah, shoes yeah. like okay. that. Where it's like the laces aren't long enough to tie it without it looking goofy, so I'll yeah. just like knot them. Yep, yep. But this is dangly, tripping hazard, looking stupid. And I remember that was kind of a style back then. <laughs> and uh, what a regrettable style choice. Yeah. Um, so they're playing footsie. And then... Shoes on footsie. That's the yeah. thing. <laughs> and then at one point, Cordelia turns around and she says some kind of big exclamation type of thing. And... And Xander and Willow like freak the fuck out for a second. They mm-hmm. they panic and they're like, ah, ah, oh no! They they got uh, awakened from their footsie dreams. Yeah, and they're like, man, this is really weird. Giles is late. We don't like this. And walking down the hall is Principal Snyder and some old lady. I forget her name. It's Miss Barton. Miss Barton. Yeah, I feel like I've seen her in stuff before. I don't know if she's been in the show, but I've definitely seen her in shows. Yeah, so Snyder and Miss Barton are walking down the hallway. Snyder's chomping on some candy. And he's like, hey, will you go sub for this study hall, please? Like, Giles isn't showing up. We don't know where he is. But uh, I don't feel like doing it. (laughs) And Miss Barton's like, I don't feel like doing it either. 
And Snyder's like, well, guess what? I'm the principal. I'm your boss. You go do it. She's like, ugh, fine. And then so she goes into the classroom. And I don't know if you felt the same way about this, but Principal Snyder looks like he's breaking the fourth wall, looking directly into the camera. He's like, everybody always expects me to do stuff because I'm the principal. And I hate it. If he would have just did an exaggerated arm cross, and then like yeah. the music comes up and it's like that circle, that circle transition and yeah. whatever. Yeah. The, that's all, folks. Transition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, because he looks directly into the camera at a certain point. And I was like, what's happening? I don't think it's supposed to be that way, but I could see it. Yeah. Well, there's another moment later on where he looks directly into the camera again. And I was like, what is going on with Snyder? Let's just say they let Snyder go off on this one. They let him oh, yeah. ham it up. Oh, yeah. Um, so Ms. Barton goes into the study hall and she's like, hey, kids, look, Giles isn't here. I don't want to be here, so just do whatever you want. I don't care. And then Cordelia and Xander are like, oh, does anybody want to marry Miss Barton? <laughs> I And she's like, I do. And I was like, that's an extreme reaction to a teacher being like super laid back. <laughs> yeah. To be like, oh, I want to marry that teacher now. I was like, yeah. Eh. And, and, and the only person that's making any sense is Buffy, who's like, this is weird. Yeah. I could understand if it was Jenny Callender because Jenny Calendar is a smoke show. Yeah, but it was like this older teacher just comes in and Cordelia's like, I want to marry her. I'm like, yeah. what? That's not even like a saying or a phrase back then. <laughs> Dude, she's so cool. Marry her. Like that yeah. wasn't, I don't know. That was such a random thing, I thought. Yeah. So Buffy is really feeling suspicious. So she's like, you know what? I'm going to go to Giles's apartment and I'm going to check out what's going on. Everyone else doesn't weird. care. Everyone else is like, ah, oh, Giles isn't here. Who cares? Yeah, we he, don't, he's fine. He'll we fight fine. vampires and demons for a living. It's fine. <laughs> so Buffy goes to his apartment. She opens the door and Giles is like looking at his old record collection. Mm-hmm. And Buffy's like, hey, Giles, what's going on, man? How how are you? And he's like, oh, hey, what's up, Buffy? What's, uh, what's happening? And then Buffy's mom is there as well. And Buffy's like, what is going on here? And then so they explained that they met up to discuss Bus- Buffy's future and they've decided, you know what, they maybe they have been going a little too hard on her and they need to free up her schedule. Uh, so we'll figure out a way to schedule your school, your time with your family, your time with your friends and your time with your Slayer responsibilities. And Buffy's like, this is still feeling very structured and scheduled. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no, 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 it'll be fine. Trust me. Um, and you know what? We still have a little thing, a couple of things to iron out. So why don't you go home? Uh, we'll figure this out. And Buffy's mom stands up. And she's like, here, take the car. Giles will drive me home. Don't worry about it. And Buffy's like, take the car. And the mom is like, yeah, here's the keys. Take the car. And Buffy's like, you don't need to tell me twice. Well, you did, but I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth and just grabs the keys and sprints out the apartment. <laughs> It's like she, car keys got her out of the room so quick that oh, yeah. she wasn't like, these two are banging, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh you, you couldn't make a phone call? Like, you had to come over to this place? Yeah. But during school. Yep. And when you should be at work, I guess. The gallery is a daytime job, I would think. Um, and she's over there, and they're like, oh, yeah, we just got to iron out some stuff. Yeah. So Buffy leaves. 
And then we have a shot where it's like Joyce is in the foreground facing the camera. Giles is in the background not facing the camera. And Giles, they get a close-up of Giles now. He turns around. He's got a cigarette in his mouth and he lights it up. And it's like, whoa, what's happening here? The mom pulls out some wine and then the mom goes, you think she noticed anything was weird? And Giles is like, no. And I was like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> like, He's got that cigarette. He's a bad boy. I know. Cigarette? Yeah. Um, Except for if you're Platt. Yeah. yeah. If then you're, you're just kind of weird, yeah. but also motivational, inspirational for a hot second. Yeah. So you can smoke a cigarette if you're a black therapist and not be a bad guy. That's so far. Yes. And Giles as Ripper is 50-50. Yeah. I don't okay. know, man. It was weird to see Giles smoking a cigarette. I, it was very weird. It didn't look natural. <laughs> it was hot. So Buffy is then driving her mom's car, her Jeep Cherokee, and she picks up Willow, and she is driving recklessly. Just recklessly. Blowing through stop signs, turning without braking. She doesn't have a license. No. Even and if a learner's permit, you have to be. I guess you could drive with Willow if you have a learner's permit, right? And Willow is like, hey, Buffy, why, why, well, this is really wild that your mom let you drive the car. And Buffy's like, yeah, I know. I don't know why she thought it was such a big deal. I could totally drive. And Willow's like, you know, you got the parking brake on, right? <laughs> and Buffy's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so they're heading to the bronze. Then we cut back to Giles' apartment. And Giles and Joyce are playing records. Giles is laying on the ground, smoking his cigarettes. And at first, he's smoking two cigarettes at once, mm -hmm. lights them both up. Mm -hmm. Hands went off to Joyce. Mm -hmm. And Joyce is like, oh, thank you. Um, and then the mom is like asking him about his record collection. And she calls likes... him Ripper, which is great. Yeah, yeah. she does. She, I think she asks him why people call him the Ripper. And he's like, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then Giles like stands up, he's wearing just like a, a white t-shirt and he's looking in the mirror and he's like fussing with his hair mm -hmm. and he's like, you know what? Let's go out and fucking party, Joyce. Let's go out and party. And Joyce is like, where you want to go? You want to go to the bronze? And Giles is like, fuck yeah, I want to go to the bronze. Oh, no, 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 no. no he, he does not want to go to the bronze. Yeah. He's like, oh, this place, that place is a shitty shithole or something like that. He's like, that place is dead or something. That's exactly what he says. We go to the bronze to see what's actually happening at the bronze. And the dingoes ate my baby are playing at the bronze. Uh, Oz is doing his terrible, terrible, terrible air guitaring. Just the lack of emotion and stage presence Seth Green has while playing in this rock band is startling. Didn't we have a listener mention to us that he had worked really hard to do that, but then they just kind of edited around stuff? Yeah, I mean... But in the wide shots, bad. it doesn't look like he's doing much. And this band is, like, playing... They're playing Homecoming. They're playing yeah. Bronze the night before SATs. <laughs> I gotta say, too, their songs sound pretty good. I would I would jam to some Dingo's Ain't My Babies. Are you gonna get the soundtrack? I'm sure it's out there. I wonder who the actual band is. You could find out. <laughs> I guess I could. <laughs> you could put in the bare amount of effort and find out. Yeah, I won't do it. Nope. Um, 
So they they do a pan around who's in the audience at the bronze, though, and it's a bunch of the old people. It's like a bunch of parents and people in their 50s, 60s, it looks like. And Buffy and Willow show up and they're like, what the hell is going on here? This is really weird. Miss Barton shows up and she's like, hey, what's up, you two? How's it going? You guys look pretty. This is a fucking great place. This band is so cool. And then Buffy and Willow are like, what's going on with Miss Barton? She's acting weird. She must be wasted or something. And then Snyder shows up and he's like, hey, Buffy, Willow, did you see Miss Barton? She must be wasted. And they're like, why are you talking to us? Principal Snyder. He's like, please, Principal Snyder's my father. I'm just. <laughs> he says, he says, just like, call me Snyder. I'm like, yeah. oh, you're not even going by your first name. Yeah. <laughs> he's like something like, oh, Snyder is like uh, Bono or something. Or like he does something like a reference to like some one name person. Um, and, and Snyder's uh, hamming it up. Oh, right my now. God. And I, it's fun. I, I did want to mention a line that uh, Miss Barton has, which is, Willow, that's a tree. And she's just like laughing like a stoner and runs, walks off. And and Snyder's like, oh, I met the mayor once. He gave me accommodation. He shook my hand twice. Yeah. Like, he's so proud of it. Yeah. Well, then Miss Barton also starts calling Willow Little Tree. Yeah. And it's like, what is happening? And then Buffy and Willow are looking around like old people are making out. They're all, quote, wigged out. Um, and Buffy's like, should we call a doctor or something? All these people might have heart attacks. And then on stage, there's a shirtless old guy and he screams into the microphone and stage dives and nobody catches him. <laughs> just falls flat on his face. Yeah. And Willow goes, I think that was my doctor, actually. I think I know that guy. <laughs> And then so Buffy and Willow are like, this is weird. I don't like what's going on here. So then we get Ethan and Mr. Trick at the chocolate factory. And they're working together. Uh, they're trying to get this plan together. And with the candy kind of incapacitating all the adults, it allows them to do what they need to do or something. Their plan is dumb, but we'll get into it. Yeah. <laughs> Their plans are always so dumb. And Mr. Trick is, he's like, you know, a bunch of people are going to die. Don't worry about it. And then some guy is on the line, a different guy on the line. And Mr. Trick goes, hey, don't eat any of the product. This guy doesn't have any candy in his hand, it looks like. Mm -hmm. And the guy's like, I wasn't eating any of the product. Mr. Trick grabs him and just snaps his neck in front of everybody. And that guy's now dead. And Ethan Rain looks at him like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Like, what the fuck is so happening? So that guy wasn't even eating any candy. Yeah, and Mr. Trick's like, and no one ever will now that they saw that happen. <laughs> it's like, no one's going to show up to this factory again. I wrote, is this the Amazon factory? Like, what is this? Is this Amazon working conditions? He just killed a dude straight yeah. up in front of And these are regular people. Like, yeah, these no, aren't these aren't vampires. even like mind-controlled people or yeah. vampires. Like, these are just people working in a factory. He snaps a guy's neck in front of, like, at least 15 of these people. Those two black women on the line are not just watching you snap that dude's neck and just being like, all right, back to work. Oh, guess I got a box of fucking candy. I don't want to end up like that guy. Candy bars are serious business. <laughs> 
mean, it was That's, crazy. Uh, I'm like, you could like chew them out. Like, I mean, to kill a dude and then have two guys just drag the dead body off. Yeah. It was uh, insane. And then Mr. Trick's like, just keeps walking. He's like, now no one will eat the candy. It's like, <laughs> Ethan Rain, even Ethan Rain, Rain was like, like, that was a little brutal, dude. Like, yeah, what he's like, doing? I'm down to kill a bu- I'm down to do this plan and kill a bunch of people, but that is where I draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little much, Mr. Trick. <laughs> and I just was like, man, that is, that is something. And this factory yeah. is producing so much chocolate. Yeah. Unnecessary. How much chocolate do you need? The amount of boxes we see later is insane. Yeah. <laughs> insane. I just want to know what was in the chocolate. Like, they don't ever explain the chocolate. It's it's so... We'll get to it. But um, I did predict that this episode would have something to do with, like, drugs. Yeah. Um, so I kind of... I was like, candy bars, I'll drugs. I'll give you I, 80% on that. It's something, yeah. I don't know. We still don't know what kind of drug it is, but... My prediction did not come true of uh, Willow saying this one time at band camp. <laughs> she did not. Um, it, so no, anyway. She, she had the opportunity to. There was there were setups for it. Yeah. So Buffy, Willow, and Oz are now back at the bronze, and they're all still like, what the hell's going... Like, there was so long where Willow... And Buffy are like, what's happening? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, so she, Willow, Buffy, and Oz are there. And they're like, what's happening? Um, these old dudes took over the stage. And they're singing Louie Louie. Mm-hmm. Uh, screaming it into the microphone. Snyder's all like being weird. He walks over to Oz. He's like, I fucking love your hair, man. That hair is awesome. And Oz is like, get away from me. <laughs> and then a fight breaks out. His old people just start fighting for no reason. Um, there should be more they, fights than the other ones. They're like regular fights. Be. There, there'd yeah. be more regular fights, not vampire massacres. So once the fight breaks out, Snyder runs over to the gang and he's like, guys, there's a fight breaking out. Check it out. <laughs> he's having so much fun. Like yeah. for him to be on Star Wars or Star Trek. Oh my god. They, oh, oh my god. god. You're gonna oh, get oh. killed. You <laughs> You are about to be rest in peace. I need to find a new co-host. If anybody knows anybody that wants to co-host this show with me. <laughs> the nerds are coming. Uh, <laughs> but for him to play those uptight roles. Like, where you yeah. have to be, like, laced up. And for him to just let loose in this one, you could tell he's like, I'm going for it. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Buffy and Willow and Oz, they all run out of the bronze. They're like, we need to get out of here. We need to go find Giles and figure out what the hell is happening. And Snyder's like, wait for me. <laughs> and so they all are like, get the hell away from me. And they get into Buffy's Cherokee. And Snyder comes running in after him. And he sits in the back. He goes, what are you doing? I told you to wait. And then they're just like, whatever. We're just rolling with Snyder now. (laughs) At that point, I was like, the Snyder tag along. I'm all for it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was waiting. I'll I'll talk about it later. Um, So uh, (laughs) now that we have like kind of a little bit of a montage of the old people acting like immature, we have these two old guys racing their cars. We have a mailman opening up 
people's mail and reading mm-hmm. it and just like giggling to himself. Yeah. Um, there's two old people like throwing a football to each other and right behind the mailman. And Buffy's now driving around and she's seeing all this happening and she's like, what? It, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I got to say, I wrote down candy bar sedan drag race. Yeah. They're like sitting in their cars <laughs> next to each other and they're just biting, chomping down on candy bars and revving mm-hmm. their engines. And it's like the weirdest Fast and Furious ever. Well, the one guy's like on the wrong side of the road. I was like, well, this is getting a little too crazy. Where <laughs> <laughs> they're all in there like Volvos. Yeah. Um, so they're driving. They're like, all right, well, we got to go to Giles's place. And then they're like, well, what if this is affecting Giles? What if Giles is now acting like all of these other adults? They're all acting like they're 16 years old. What if Giles is acting like he's 16? And Buffy's like, well, Giles is with my mom. Uh, that could be potentially bad. Also, Giles at 16 was a fucking maniac and he was calling upon demons and doing all kinds of crazy shit. And then they're like, oh God, your mom's in trouble. We need to go find Giles right now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So then we cut to what Giles is actually doing. Giles and Buffy's mom are walking around the city. Giles has got his grunge look. He's got a little flannel tied around his waist. He's wearing jeans. He's got like combat boots on and a t-shirt. He's got a pack of cigarettes rolled up into the sleeves. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. And he's smoking cigarettes. Joyce, he and he and Joyce are walking arm in arm. They're they're it, a team. It right looks now. like they're around that other coffee spot. Uh, the the espresso pump. Yeah, that's what it looked like. They were near. Yeah. Yeah. So they're walking around and they see a store and Joyce is like, that coat looks really cool. I really like that coat. And Giles is like, you like that coat? She's like, yeah, I wish I could have it, but the store's closed. And Giles walks over to a trash can, picks it up over his head and just chucks it into the window, goes and grabs the coat. And Joyce is like, Giles, you're incorrigible. And then he gives her the coat, and she's like, you're so fucking cool, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and as he's putting the coat on her, a cop shows up and immediately pulls a gun, pointing it right into Giles's face. And he goes, freeze. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The cop also has a candy bar in his breast pocket it looks like i think why they show that i do not know yeah because the cop wasn't acting immature at all maybe he hadn't gotten to the candy yet but why does he have it and then it's like he has it and it looks like oh giles sees that he's gonna open it up and make the guy eat it the guy's gonna be like hey what's going on coolio yeah let's rob some banks together like i don't know like (laughs) i don't know what they i don't know what they set that up for yeah. Like they show that he has a candy bar, but he's obviously not eating it. So then they cut away mm-hmm. and they cut back to Buffy and they're like, well, we got to find Giles. We got to find Giles. She's driving. She blows through a stop sign. Well, she doesn't blow through a stop sign. She's driving. A, another guy that's driving blows through a stop sign because he wasn't paying attention because he was trying to unwrap a candy bar mm-hmm. and slams right into Buffy in the back of the car. And thankfully, no one's hurt. Yeah, but she gets car- T-boned for real the car is fucked up though got a big old dent yeah 
right where Snyder was sitting, but Snyder's fine. Yeah. Snyder's fine. The guy gets out of the car and is just like, oh, I'm sorry. And then just runs yeah. off. It's like, whoops. It's like, yeah. It leaves. It's like, My bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then we cut back to Giles and the cop with the gun in his face. And Giles is like, ooh, you got a gun. Isn't that cool? You think you're so cool with your gun. And then grabs the gun, knees the cop like in the gut. The cop like doubles over, knees him in the face, knocks him out, takes the cop's gun. <laughs> yeah, man. He's like, hey, he's not going to shoot. You're not going to shoot. You're not yeah. going to shoot. I'm like, that's some white privilege right there. Really, <laughs> Mr. Trick was doing that? Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Mr. Trick. If that was the- <laughs> he wouldn't even have gotten it like, you're not going to. He'd already been <laughs> If he took a step towards that cop, Mr. Trick is the headless horseman now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Um, so... He steals the gun. Joyce is like, oh, my God, I thought you were cool when you stole me a coat, but now you're even cooler. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if she was going to reach a freakout level or if she's like, well, Ripper, you're too much. Nope, Yo, she stole down. She's still into it. They start making out on top of the cop car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is the most romantic thing Joyce has seen in years. Yeah. <laughs> she dated a robot. <laughs> yeah. So... The uh, the Buffy's still dealing with the the hit and run, and she's looking around and she sees all these adults acting like there's a group of adults on a lawn and it looks like they're dressed like greasers from like Greece. I was like, okay, well that's a little too much. Yeah, and they're all just it was weird looking. They all pompadours. Here's my question: We see a lot of the adults, right? Yeah. Where are the teenagers? Where are the kids? I think Buffy asks that, right? Does she? Does she? Do we get an answer? I don't think so. Because if the kids aren't at the bronze and all the yeah. parents are at the bronze, then where are all the kids? Well, also, how successful is every student at the school at selling this candy? <laughs> Very. I mean, this factory is pumping it out up until the night the event is supposed to happen. Yeah. So why are they still making candy? I don't know. Like, it seems like every person in this city has access to this candy right now. Like, Mr. Trick, if your goal was just to make candy and sell it for money, yeah. that would be fine. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, you guys could be rich off of this candy. Yeah. I mean, and we know Mr. Trick is all about that money. Yeah. Why not, why not just have this drug, <laughs> drug candy and roll in the loot? Yeah. Or, you know, or like dial back the dose a little bit so it makes you just feel euphoric. Yeah. You know, it just keeps you a little addicted. Yeah. I mean, that would have been a much better plan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what that's what pumping high fructose corn syrup and stuff does. I mean, that's kind of like uh, in Austin Powers, number two always has like, if we can go back in time, why don't we use our knowledge of the stock market and become billionaires? And Dr. <laughs> Evil is like, because that's dumb. I want to... <laughs> I want to kill Austin Powers. <laughs> like, that's exactly what this vibe is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. they. Uh, so, Buffy's looking around and she's she finally pieces it together. And she's... She, oh, she does ask, like, well, if all these adults are acting like this, where's all the vampires? Because I haven't seen a vampire yet. 
Yeah. And then she looks and Snyder's about to eat a candy bar and somebody steals it from him. And he's like, oh, man, you stole my candy bar. <laughs> he starts to run after him. Yeah. And then Buffy's like, wait a minute. The candy bars. And I'm like, you guys haven't figured that out yet? Yeah. Like, it happens. I just wrote down this is a big scene where they figure out vampires have some plan with the candy bars. Yeah. But, like, you guys didn't notice that when everyone was eating candy bars? Yep. And you talked about it in the car. And I still don't understand why vampires aren't just eating these parents. They're absolutely sure the parents are dumb as fuck right now. Because not every vampire is in on this plot. Yeah. Like, Mr. Trick does not control every vampire. I'm starting to wonder how many vampires are in Sunnydale at this point. Like, we've seen so many vampires just die, but there's always more. And it's hard for people to make vampires. Like, I feel like vampires are coming from out of town and just, like, coming to the Hellmouth. I think of the Hellmouth with, like, a magnet that just brings them to It's like a tourist trap. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, what are you doing? I'm going to visit a Hellmouth for two two weeks. I heard that the Hellmouth is really nice this time of year. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go visit the Hellmouth in Sunnydale. Um, So then Buffy's like, all right, we got to go straight to the source. We got to go to the candy factory. So she goes over to the candy factory Outside of the candy factory. Well, she hems up. She hems up Snyder. And she's like, you know where they make this? You're involved with this. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, And he's like, yeah, I know where it is. Yeah. So outside of the candy factory, there's two candy factory workers just chucking free candy bars out to a horde of adults that are just like waving their arms above their heads like, candy. (laughs) It's so it's the most ridiculous there's probably like 40 adults there just yeah. like yeah candy and, and they were splitting up right because i think she went there with snyder and yeah the and, other uh, people went to get oz and willow went to the library to research about cursed candy or and don't they supposed to find xander and cordelia are they there are they around oh yeah i think so They're... yeah i guess they end up at the library later yeah, yeah. So Buffy pulls up and Giles and Joyce are just making out and Buffy's storming up to the front of this candy factory. And then she walks past Giles and Joyce making out and then she stops and she backs up and she looks and she's like, what the, what? get off of my mom. She like pulls them apart and Giles is like, oh, it was Buffy. And Giles has a different accent. I wrote that down, too. He has a whole different accent when he's Ripper. Yeah. Which is a character choice that I love. Yep. He has, like, a lower class, like, kind of like Cockney accent or whatever. And I love that choice. Mm-hmm. Such a good acting choice. Big fan of it. And I wanted to bring up the acting of Giles and Joyce. Excellent in this episode. Absolutely. They... They did something that in the Halloween episode, I didn't think uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar pulled off really well when she tried to do the Victorian thing. Mm -hmm. But them playing like teenage versions of themselves, like rebellious teenagers, really good. Yeah. Yeah, because Buffy is like reprimanding her mom and she's like, what are you thinking? What are you doing here? You need to go home. And Buffy's mom is like, I can do whatever I want. Fuck you. I let you drive. You know, I don't ever get any time to myself. And this is what I want to do. So go away. And then Jaws is like, yes, yeah, sod off. <laughs> sod, sod off. off. <laughs> sod off, you wanka. Yeah. yeah. And Buffy's like, ain't this some shit? 
<laughs> I like that he tries to like talk. <laughs> does he do a move where he tries to like get in her face and she's like, you do not want to challenge me. And then he does like this like little hair flick thing. Like his hand goes up over his head. Like, yeah, it's so nice. Such a yeah. good move. He does get to her face. Like like a greaser, <laughs> like a greaser. Just being I think like, she ah. said she. She said something like, you really want to fight me right now, Giles? Think about this. And he yeah. does do like the greaser like, <clears throat> yeah, turns away really quick. Lights up another cigarette. So, good. yeah. Yeah. Um, so then Buffy is like, I'm going to go confront these candy workers. She goes up to the little like loading dock where they're throwing the candy off. Just beats the shit out of these two guys. <laughs> she knee punches a guy because like the loading dock's off. She punches a guy in the knee. He falls down. She like flips him off. Then does that like classic Buffy roll that she does when she climbs up stuff. Yeah. And then like just wails on this guy. Just beats the shit out of these two. They're not vampires. They're just regular people, I guess. No questions. (laughs) Nothing. She's not like, hey, where did you do this? Why is this happening? She just punches in. And then she helps her mom up to get in to get away from Giles, I guess. But I was like, why are you taking her inside? Well, everybody starts to go inside. Buffy, her mom, uh, Giles, and Snyder, Snyder. who has come along for this journey. He's like, wait for me. Come on. He's that (laughs) annoying little kid that just tags along. So perfect. So she goes in and uh, Ethan Rain is on the phone and she's like, of course it's you. Ethan Rain, my old nemesis. (laughs) He's like, Ripper. Yeah. And he turns around. He's like, oh, Hello, Buffy. Ripa. And uh, he hangs up the phone and does the weirdest try to get away run. Like his transition from standing to running was so uncomfortable and awkward. And he runs and he tries to barricade himself uh, away and like deter Buffy from catching him. They jump over Buffy and Giles. I mean, Giles is looking real athletic right now. Uh, They run, uh, jump over this uh, conveyor belt or whatever. Yeah, conveyor belt. Um, And they're running through hallways and hallways and hallways of this chocolate trying to find Ethan. Uh, There's a scene before this, but when we get into this chase, it is like I called it the Scooby-Doo chase because it Mm. is... It's like maybe like eight feet high stacked with boxes of the chocolate. Yeah. And it's different hallways and they're going around. It's like a maze and it's like a Scooby-Doo thing where they're turning corners and like running through and they can't keep up and find them. And I'm like, why there's so much chocolate? Yeah, it's unreal. The amount of chocolate. For the plan that they're doing, they enacted this in like two days. Yeah. They got a factory up and running. Well, they don't need that much chocolate. It's unbelievable. You don't need chocolate at all for this plan. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, you don't. <laughs> but, okay. yeah. Uh, um, let's do that other scene really quick. Uh, can I just say what I wrote it down in my notes as? Sure. <laughs> or what? Willow Xander thumb touch orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great way to describe this scene. Yeah. Uh, Cordelia, Xander, Oz, and Willow are in the library researching. And uh, Xander has a great line where he's like, so wait, the candy supposed to make everybody like immature? That doesn't make any sense. I've been eating it nonstop and it, I don't feel any. Di- oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then 
Xander and Willow touch hands, they have the thumb touch orgasm. It is so extreme. Like, well, he's handing her a book, right? He's handing her a book, and then she's taking it, and they're that thumbs touch. And the close-ups are in their faces Yeah, in that moment. Well, also, as their thumbs touch, like, a an acoustic guitar, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, geez, man. And then so Xander goes back up with Oz, and then Willow is still like kind of in her post nut clarity. And uh Cordelia is like, Would you want to swap? And Cordelia's like, Swap? Swap what? What do you want to swap? <laughs> and she's like, Books. I can't understand this book. I don't even think it's in English. And then Willow's like, Oh, wait, right, books, right, right. I can't right. wait for them to become swingers. Oh my god, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> All right, and then Buffy's just jealous. She's like, "Why am I not in the group?" Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Buff, you gotta have a person. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did want to bring up though, uh, from an earlier scene, Giles and Principal Snyder and Joyce—they all remember that their parents. Yeah. They don't forget. It's not like they're like reverted back into the past. They still remember. Yeah, because Buffy goes up to her mom and she's like, do you know who I am? And she's like, yeah, you're Buffy. Yeah. (laughs) Mom's like, idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Which I thought was an interesting tactic. Yeah. They could have had people just become clueless. But I kind of like they still know their parents, but they're still. They still know their roles, too, because Giles also still knows that he's a watcher. Yep. Um, Which plays into this next scene, (laughs) which is one of the best scenes in this show I've ever seen. Um, So Buffy and. And Giles are running to try and catch Ethan Rain. Giles runs out of breath and he's like, oh, bloody hell. Oh. And then Buffy turns to him and she goes, that's what smoking does to you. <laughs> they should have just paused and looked into the camera. Right I mean, there. Snyder's been looking into the camera. Yeah. Like, why not have Buffy do it? Um, so then they're walking around and Buffy's like, I don't know where Ethan is. We got to figure this out. We got to get to the bottom of this. We got to capture Ethan. And then she pauses for a moment and she like sniffs the air, basically looks around and then just spin kicks a random box and then pulls Ethan rain out of the box. And he's like, Oh, uh, fancy seeing you here. It's the most cartoony. Like, she kicks in, like, some wooden, like, slats that he's hiding behind or something. Yeah. And pulls him through it. And he's, like, halfway poking through with his red shirt. And just, like, his head is coming out. And it's just, like, this is so funny. This is so cartoony. It was great. Like, he gets treated like he's just, like, a like a random, like, burglar every yeah. time he gets caught. He's like, nope, she got me. <laughs> I would have got away with it, too, if it weren't for you meddling kids. <laughs> yeah. Straight up Scooby-Doo vibes. But we so do we get go- a Snyder scene. Are you going I was going to say, we go okay. back to Snyder and uh, Joyce, who are who have been left alone. And they're just sitting there eating candy. And Snyder's, like, trying to cozy up to Joyce. And he's like, this candy's really good, huh? She's like, yeah, this is good candy. And he goes, so uh, you, and, uh, you and Giles, huh? You guys... uh." going steady and then joyce just kind of looks at him and like rolls her eyes like what are you talking about and she gets up and walks away and snyder's like "Mm, okay bitch yeah 
his legs dangling, his little legs dangling <laughs> as they sit on the conveyor belt. It was so great. Yeah, and he just and he starts eating some more candy. And he's like, well, I was back. scared for a moment that she might start making out with Snyder. I was scared too, and I was kind of hoping it would happen. I, just, I thought it was going to happen. I was like, this is going to be And Buffy so sees that, and she's yeah. like, Mom, what the? F- what kind Ripper, of person Ripper, were Ripper you when you were a teenager? Yeah. <laughs> Ripper and Snyder get into a fight. Oh, that would have been hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um. So Buffy pulls Ethan out of the box, and she's like, hey, what's the deal with this candy? And uh, if, you, if you don't quite remember me, I'm the Slayer, and I can beat the shit out of you. And he's like, Ethan Rain immediately sells out Mr. Trick. He's like, I'm not even doing this. This isn't me. I'm a subcontractor right now. Mr. Trick is who you're after. He's trying to use this candy thing for a demon that's going to open up some kind of portal and do some kind of damage. And then Buffy's like, what's the demon? And then Ethan's like, I don't know. I don't know any more information. And then Giles goes, oh, just punch him. Just punch him already. And then Buffy's like, I'm not going to punch him. And then Giles goes, come on. I'm your watcher. I tell you to punch him. You're my slayer. You punch him. (laughs) And then she's like, Giles, calm down. And then she turns around and she's like, Ethan, what the fuck is up with this demon thing? And he's kind of looking all coy. And he's like, I don't really know. I don't know. That's all I know. And then Buffy punches him in the face. Mm -hmm. Giles jumps for joy and goes, yes. (laughs) I fucking rewound that and watched it three times. I watched it twice. It was definitely, yes. yeah. Because I, I was writing something down, right? When he said yes, like I just caught it. I was like, I got to watch that in full. Um, like his his jump and yeah. yes was so adorable. Mm-hmm. It was so funny. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then Ethan's like, okay, okay. I know who the demon is. It's a guy. It's a demon named Lacronus. And she's like, all right, where are they? And and Ethan's like, I don't know. And then she like goes like to, to punch him again. And Josh is like, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 really, really. I don't know. I don't know. And Buffy's like, all right, you're lucky this time. And then uh, she she walks away and doesn't uh, doesn't Giles punch him after that? Does he? I feel am I misremembering that? No, I think that's later. Okay. Because uh, I think they go like, oh, let's tie him up because we're just not going to. Because like true. I talked about last episode, Buffy Buffy has a line that she hasn't been able to cross yet. Oh, yeah. She can't killing, kill. Killing a regular person. Oh, but what Ethan Rain does tell them is that the demon needs a tribute. Yeah. And the next scene is the vampires gathering this tribute. They walk vampire-faced right into a hospital. <laughs> The receptionist is just like on the phone, like, wow, how are you? Blah, blah. Yeah. They just walk right by everybody, walk right into the uh, the baby ward. I don't know what it's called. Maternity ward. Yeah, they walk into the maternity <laughs> ward, pick up four babies, just walk out. Un, unbothered, untouched, unquestioned, just walk in, vampire-faced. Steal some babies and leave. All right. This is where I think we need to dive in to this. If the plan is to sacrifice four babies. Yeah. I feel like there's such an easier way to do this. Absolutely. Also, I don't care how immature every adult is. If they see a vampire-faced vampire, 
they're still going to freak out. Yeah. And like that was so dumb. Like we've had a guy, a, a demon that was just like killing kids in yeah. the ICU. I thought they were going to bring that guy back, but I forgot that his neck got snapped and he's oh, no. forever they're never dead. Bringing, they're never bringing him back. <laughs> but I was like, they were like, this sacrifice has to be big. And they're like, four babies. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, the anointed one was like killed in the car. Like in the first episode, like little, we had like kids being killed. It was like, this is it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's so interesting in the time period we're in. We have a mayor sacrificing babies for political gain it's like yeah yeah so it's like one of those things um but yeah i don't understand how getting candy bars and getting parents who would not be at the hospital in the first place yeah i mean like what is having joyce think she's young is she gonna forget that these babies were gone why don't the vampires just walk into the hospital regular faced and steal babies. Like they could have just did that. Like that's so much more incognito. And every 30 years, this thing eats four babies. They said it was like 30 years. Yeah. That's, that doesn't see like, granted it's four babies. Don't get me wrong. But in the grand scheme of evil that we've seen in this show, (laughs) that doesn't seem like the most (laughs) evil thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we, we figured that out. That was a nice little segue there, Vance. Uh, Buffy's asking Willow to research Lacronus and uh, figure out what that demon does. Snyder Snyder makes makes fun of Ethan Rain for getting beat up by Buffy. He's like, ooh, you got, she really whooped you up good, didn't she? Pow, pow. And then he stands up. He's like, I probably could have done that too. I was a Taekwondo champ. And he starts doing like, wah, wah, wah. Snyder. With some of the worst punches in Taekwondo moves I've ever seen. Yep. And while Buffy is on the phone with Willow, Ethan Rain, who is free. Hands uh, unencumbered. Like, just not tied up or anything. Not only not tied up, sat next to a crowbar. Yeah. Ethan Rain looks down at the crowbar, grabs it. And he starts to try and sneak up on Buffy because he's going to deck Buffy in the back of the head with this crowbar. And as he's about to take a swing, Giles puts the gun that he stole from the cop right up to his neck. And he's like, you fucking better not even think about it, dude. Buffy turns around, hits Ethan Rain with the phone, knocks him out. And she's like, we got to do something about this guy. We got to tie him up or something. And then Buffy's mom pulls a pair of handcuffs out from her butt. <laughs> and she's like, I got a little something you can use. And Buffy is like, I don't even want to know how you got these. She turns to Giles. She's like, Giles, give me the gun. Takes the gun from Giles. And Giles is like, oh, come on. Let me shoot somebody. Let me do some shit. Damn it. Uh, Buffy's walking <laughs> around with the cop's gun right now. as she been... <laughs> she's been wanted for like murders and investigated multiple times yeah and uh so buffy puts the gun in the back and her butt they tie up ethan rain <laughs> they, they they figure out in that, her butt <laughs> you know what i mean in the back of her pants the small of the back you know yeah they goes that hey, gun's hey, touching this her butt show, crack. this show we don't tell know me that. that gun is not touching her butt crack 
this show, when you say she's putting in her butt, and people might not have watched this in a while, they were like, I don't remember that. Well, okay. Fair. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to paint the picture for the listeners. <laughs> um so she puts the gun in the back of her pants. Uh and they, she figures out that Willow tells her that Lacronus eats babies. And they're like, oh, shit. Well, we got to figure out where Lacronus is and uh, stop him from eating babies. And then Giles is like, hold on a minute. Lacronus. Lacronus means glutton in Latin. And he like recites some kind of like child's nursery rhyme that I've never heard. I wrote down Giles Independence Days it, where <laughs> like where it's like disease, flowers, bugs. We can infect the aliens like with uh, yeah. <laughs> uh what's the actor in Jurassic Park? Uh, uh, God, I forget his name. The 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 cool guy in Jurassic Park. Um, uh, Sam Neill. <laughs> he was not the cool guy in Jurassic Park. Are you talking about um oh a clever girl guy? No, the the one who was just in the movie we just Oh Jeff saw. Goldblum. Yeah. You think you listen <laughs> Sam, to I don't Sam think Neil Jeff is Goldblum cool, is cool. He's the cool guy in that movie. He wears the leather the leather jackets. He's the one that has that shirtless pose on the on the car. Yeah. Sam Neill is not the cool guy in the movie. You know who is the cool guy? Muldoon, who is the clever girl guy. That guy's dope as fuck. He's got the short shorts. He is a boss. He's got a good line. He's not a boss. He's a boss. He's got a good line. He's a good character, good line, but... You, you, Jeff, you, you think Jeff Goldblum is, is, is the cool guy? Life finds a way, Joe. Ah. <sighs> He, 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 you he's scientists, like, you, you're so preoccupied with th- th- thinking if you if you if you could, uh, you didn't stop to think if you should. He, he's the guy that wears the leather jacket. All right. This is the impression hour of the boys watching Buffy podcast. <laughs> anyway, that's what I got from that scene where he's just like pulling out like an idea out of his ass to give yeah. me, figure out like, oh, it's in the sewer. Yeah. He's like, oh, he's in the sewers. I remember hearing about Lucronus. And, you and know, Buffy's sewers like, are really small too there's like oh, one yeah. spot so if you go to there's the sewer the sewer the sewer yeah it's like uh yeah yeah it's, it's like, like a, the bronze maybe a block long you know? yeah yeah it doesn't go throughout the whole city nope for sure no not a, not a problem at all um so then they uh they plan to go into the sewers and uh they they bicker a bit <laughs> <laughs> they, they want snyder to come and just like i don't want to splash around in the poo yeah <laughs> and they're like well then why don't you go home uh giles gets in his face um <laughs> yeah buffy, all tells, I wrote him, down buffy was, tells him to go home and he's like i can do that and he just yeah. leaves and i was I, like I, that kind of sucked that we that's the end of snyder here's my note for this entire scene that takes place in the hospital after they realize that the babies are gone all right you ready they plan to go to the sewers after bickering for a bit <laughs> yeah no that's yeah that's all you need that's it we we spent like uh 10 minutes talking about it but that well we're talking about up. jeff goldblum and how cool he is or not <laughs> uh, apartments.com <laughs> so they the sewer ritual is starting to happen they got the four babies mr tricks like lighting candles and stuff the mayor's there and he's on a cell phone call doing like mayoral duties like no 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 tell my accountant tell the the department of 
uh, sewers that the sewers are really actually kind of pretty gross down here. I'm in the sewers right now and there's I'm concerned about the gas leakages. This is pretty rough. Um, I, I did want to say before this to go back to the scene that should have been really brief. Giles and Joyce make out again. Oh, before yeah. they leave. Yeah. <laughs> and Buffy has to like pull them apart again. Yeah, Buffy's and like, I love that. Stop. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, so Mr. Trick's there, the mayor's in the sewers. Buffy shows up, starts kicking some vampire ass. The mayor immediately bails before anybody knows that he's there or sees him. He's like, I'm fucked this, I'm out of here. This is all going downhill. Uh Giles starts to kick some vampire ass too, which was nice to see. Mm-hmm. Um and then what, somebody throws a vampire into this like little puddle that's a little bit away from stuff. Well, it's like a pool. We see them like they're like dropping water, like they're baptizing these babies before they feed it to this demon. And yeah. I remember I wrote down, I was thinking this before Mr. Trick said it. And I was just like, why are they taking their sweet ass time with this? And then Mr. Trick's like, hey, those babies aren't going to get any fresher. And I was yeah. like, yeah, why are they Why are they doing this whole ritual with it? Just like hand them over. Yeah. Like, they're there. Um, but yeah, they, they throw a vampire into. And they're like the, the, the preparation jacuzzi. Yeah. <laughs> and then and we get some amazing. The amazing. most incredible CGI snake pops out from around a corner just so you can. Uh, they don't even like make the, the demon come from hell anymore. It's just around a corner, <laughs> which was. And it's like a snake. It looked so dumb. It's like, why is it just, why is it just, like, I would have rather it be a guy in a rubber suit with some <laughs> makeup, you know, like, just like, just like a makeup demon yeah. type thing with like dripping with ooze or something, you know? Yeah. Like take the old werewolf costume and like splatter some shit all over it. You know, something right? that looks scary has like really big teeth, like practical. Yeah. Even, even the weirdness of that eye-sucking kid monster was like at least he looked weird enough mm -hmm. like even if it was just that a guy in a suit with like rubber hands or something i'm like oh that's creepy it's a this giant snake just a big snake <laughs> and I, I believe the movie anaconda had come out around this time and i think they had better cgi for the snake than this Maybe they were trying to cash in on that sweet, sweet anaconda, anaconda craze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the snake comes out from around the corner and eats this vampire. And then Buffy sees it. And she's like, whoa, holy shit. That's a big snake. Dude, the room starts shaking and they're like, whoa, what is that? I'm like, did you guys forget what you came here for? Yeah. It's the demon, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh so the giant snake eats the vampire, and then Mr. Trick is like, all right, you and me, Buffy. It's time to see what you're really all about. Let's go. Mano y mano. And then Buffy starts to walk towards him. Giles puts his hand on Buffy, and she's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to go do this. Goes over, punches Mr. Trick right in the face. Mr. Trick is like, what, the, what are you doing, old man? <laughs> Grabs him. Throws him in the the jacuzzi, and Giles is like, "Oh, oh, fuck, oh!" So then Buffy starts to go, and uh, she starts to 
like go to rescue Giles, I guess. Or does she fight Mr. Trick for a little bit? No, Mr. Trick like jumps up. There's some sewer grate and Giles gets out of the water. Uh, he gets out of the water just as the snake is coming. And then Buffy pulls down a... Like a gas a, thing. A gas, I guess a gas pipe that's just there. And yeah. sets... And she sets. sprays the gas into a, a tiki torch that was there mm-hmm. and sets the CGI snake monster on fire as Mr. Trick is escaping. Mm-hmm. And uh, she kind of just like wa- wa- washes her hands clean of that situation. Yeah, the snake catches on fire. It drifts backwards instead of yeah. just dunking its head in the water. Yeah. Um, and I guess that killed it somehow. Yeah, this unholy and, demon. Yeah, and Mr. That, Trick that's from hell. Yeah, can't stand a little heat. heat. Yeah, and then Mr. Trick is looking He's, down from the sewer grate, and behind him is the worst sky night sky backdrop. <laughs> it's just like these white dots that are supposed to be stars, but they're like right behind him, <laughs> like as if his face was like the moon, and like he is. It's so, like, cheap-looking. And he says to Buffy, Oh, you may have won this round, but uh, I got away, so I'll be seeing you next time. Adios. <laughs> See you in two episodes, Buffy. Yeah, and Buffy's like, why do they always got to say something? Like, they could just leave. They always got to have some quip. Or you guys could just, you know, continue chasing them down. Yeah. Like, like keep chasing them. Yeah. And... And they're like, all right, well, I guess that whole demon adventure is over. So then we get a scene with the mayor and the mayor's with Mr. Trick and the mayor's pissed off at Mr. Trick. He's like, you know, I don't have a lot of these relics to sacrifice to demons, you know, and that plan did not go off without a hitch. And Mr. Trick is like, you know what? That plan was dumb anyway. And that's just another demon you don't need to make a ritual sacrifice to anymore. So don't even worry about it. If you actually think about it. I probably did you a favor. And then the mayor gets really close in Mr. Trick's face and he's like, you best be mindful of how many favors you do to me, Mr. Trick. And then Mr. Trick's like, oh, no. Yeah. Not the mayor, a regular guy. Yeah, I just, we haven't established that the mayor has any real power, power. Yeah, I don't know what he could have on Mr. Like, Mr. Trick is a legit vampire that could just, fucking destroy mr mayor he could have ethan rain whip up some poison to kill him yeah you know uh because uh, and because i love this this is what mr trick did he was like oh what about ethan rain he was like oh i paid him he did yeah. his part and i yeah, was like you don't gotta worry about mr uh ethan well, rain well he's just he's saying, saying like he's just saying like he did his job he didn't fuck up yeah and i was like dude that's like legit business like i know he killed a worker but at least he's <laughs> at least he's paying his contractors <laughs> So I'm like, hey, this Mr. Trick, he's a man of hey, principles. I don't know, you know, it's it's uh, he's got he's got layers, as uh, <laughs> as Cordelia would say. I gotta admit, I I'm a big fan of Mr. Trick. I'm a fan of Mr. Trick. I'm a fan of Ethan Rain. I think they're good. Um, they're good bad guys for the show because they come up with like over the top dumb plans. Yeah. that don't really work. You know and who aren't I'm not necessary. A, you know who I'm not a fan of so far? The mayor. The mayor. Yeah. Don't give a shit about the mayor. Something that I doesn't d- make sense about the mayor is like, he's like, oh, you got to keep your hands clean. And then he opens that chest and he's got like a shrunken head. And he's like, yeah. where did I keep that bourbon? Yeah. A clean hands mayor is not drinking bourbon out of a shrunken head. 
or hanging out in the sewers. Yeah, why did he go? Well, I guess I guess you do want to make sure that the thing goes according to plan. But but here's my thing: it does it doesn't work, right? Mm-hmm. And the demon might die. But mm-hmm. what happened if he didn't feed the demon? Like, how does that snake influence his power in politics? Yeah, I have no idea. Like, it's a That's cool such... thing. It's a cool thing to be like, oh, I have to, like, do some sacrifices for demons to get, like, whatever I want. But how? Maybe the demon could eat his opponent. I mean, Mr. Trick could just, like, start threatening political rivals. and that would Why can't they just get Miss Ethan Rain to make a candy bar yeah, that makes everybody washes. vote for the mayor? Yeah, it, it's so many different things that I don't understand why this snake creature eating four babies is going to be, like... <laughs> a game changer for his political aspirations (laughs) or even like what was the snake supposed to do even if it doesn't have anything to do with his politics yeah like what is the evil that the snake is going to bring about like they don't really go too far into what lacronis can do or what it's supposed to like how's a giant snake eating four babies considered gluttonous yeah i don't know (laughs) four babies every 30 years yeah that that's, is a that's long an eating time. disorder. That is an eating disorder. Yeah, that, for a snake that size. I mean, he's got to eat more than that. Yeah, we gotta get some more babies down in the <laughs> sewers. Oh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, it's the next day at school, and Snyder's back to normal, and Xander's kind of chiding him about it. He's like, "Oh, I heard you had some fun Friday night, huh, Snyder?" And Snyder's like, "It's Principal Snyder, and somebody." graffitied the hallway and I'm looking for some volunteers to paint over it. And the kids turn around and on the, on the lockers, someone had spray painted kiss rocks. And Willow's like, kiss rocks. Why would anyone want to kiss rocks? Oh, wait. (laughs) Dumbest line in the entire show so far. Like Willow's not that out of touch. It was so dumb. Yeah. Um, so Snyder's like, all right, come on, children. You're going to be painting this. I don't think it's as dumb as there was some vandalism at the school and we need you to clean it up. Who cleaned up those bullets last episode? <laughs> like That's a, that's a little bit too far advanced for just the students at the school, Vance. Okay? <laughs> He's like, there's some vandalism at school. Like every day the school is vandalized. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, so then Buffy's talking to Giles about how poorly she did on the SATs and they're walking outside and she's like, this is so bad. I did so bad. I don't understand what was going wrong. And Giles is like, you know, don't even worry about it. You can take the SATs again. She's like, I got to take it again. Why don't I just give up and stop doing this and die? (laughs) It's a great line of like, oh, I might even, I might die before college. And she's like. It could happen. Never yeah. give up hope or something like that. You can always yeah. hope. So it's a funny, funny wording on yeah. So then Buffy finally gets to where her mom is picking her up. The mom is like, Oh, yeah, check out my Cherokee. It's all banged up, huh? And Giles is like It doesn't yeah. look as bad as it should, too. Exactly. <laughs> it's got like a little scratch and a dent. That thing was wrecked. Yeah. And so Joyce Giles is like, oof, that's pretty nasty. That's going to cost quite a pretty penny. And the mom is like, well, Buffy assured me that it was, 
It happened in the name of fighting evil, so I guess it's totally fine and worth the cost. And Buffy says something like, oh, so everybody's back to normal. Buffy walks by him. I wrote down these last quotes of the episode because they were very, very interesting to me. Well, I do want to correct that she mentions that Buffy will be paying for it in installments. Which oh, I, right, right. Which I don't really get because I don't think Buffy has a job. And if she gets money from allowance, it comes from the mom. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> True. Just get the dad to pay for it. Yeah. So Buffy walks past them and she's like, I'm just glad that everything's back to normal. At least I got to you before you actually did something. And then it cuts back to Joyce and Giles and they're sheepishly like looking down and Buffy's mom goes, right. And Giles goes, indeed. And then they nod their heads at each other and then just go their separate ways. And that's the end of the episode. But that those two lines imply so very much. Giles and Joyce totally banged. Is they the totally, last line of my notes. Totally at least got in a good, healthy you know, feeling up. I think they did it. They have to have did it. They did it. They did it. Do they you think did they did it? I hope so. And it's not one of those things where we're like, like how I thought like Angel and Buffy had already done it, but I forgot like it's high school and it's not yeah. like yeah. some show on Cinemax or HBO. <laughs> um, Like Cordelia and Xander are sleeping together, right? They have to be. I don't think so. I think they would have made a bigger deal of Xander losing his virginity. Because remember, they made such yeah. a big deal about him being a virgin yeah, with I the Brang Mantis lady. But it's been so long. It has been. But um, I'm also going to say, yeah, Joyce and Giles have to have banged. Yeah. Well, Those I think, lines are I, so implying. I think they might have done that before she came over the first time. When the mom oh, you gets think the that booze, they were secretly banging? When no, like not not previously. I'm saying when oh. she comes over and she's like, "Do you think she knows?" Do and he lights up the cigarette, and, and he's like, "I don't think she knows anything because she's dumb. She's <laughs> <laughs> you jingle some key car keys in front of her. She ran out of here. <laughs> Didn't ask questions while we're over here in the middle of the day. <laughs> Very fair, fair point. Um, I yeah, feel yeah. they at least got. There was at least some over-the-pants crotch-grabbing. At least. The way that they were making out? I don't know. That look at the stuff. end and them walking away? They they definitely banged. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up the episode Band Candy. You have any final thoughts on this one here, Vance? No, it's a fun, fun episode. Vampires have stupid plans. The mayor is just an extension of the vampire stupid plans. Yeah. Um, I still don't understand what his connection with Principal Snyder. I thought we would learn more about Principal Snyder's role in all this, but it seems like he's not, he's not involved in the evil. I, yeah, I, it, it, it actually, now that I think about it, it actually takes me further back from that line where he knew about the Hellmouth. He knew about the, the mayor's involvement. He knows the mayor knows about demons or something. And I just don't understand why he wanted Buffy out of school. I still don't get why that. I feel like Snyder is being used by the mayor for some way. Like he's just a 
cog in the mayor's huge he's a pawn 100 percent, i agree and he thinks that. that he's more important than he actually is and then snyder's going to have a baby face turn eventually and be on buffy's side maybe he's going to sacrifice himself or something but he's going to realize that he's being used by the mayor and the mayor doesn't actually give a shit about him and then fuck over the mayor somehow yeah i still just don't understand the mayor's angle yeah, I don't know what... Like, it doesn't even seem like he's pro-demon. Yeah, I don't... It, like, it I seems like he works with demons to get to get his, uh, his means done. But uh-huh. it doesn't seem like he's, like, trying to help demons, particularly. Like, he's not like, hey, let's feed this snake these babies, and then the snake doesn't attack us ever again. You know, it wasn't like a... I don't know, it just... It's still... Well, we got, we got some time to figure out, but... It's, yeah, we're going to have to get to the bottom of this mayor stuff because right now it's very confusing. Like, I didn't think I'd be more confused when we met the mayor. <laughs> yeah, we were bitching about <laughs> how we don't know anything about the mayor. And now that we have met the mayor, we're like, well, the mayor doesn't make any sense. No. <laughs> um, I thought it was a good episode, though. I really loved, like you said, Joyce, Giles and Snyder having the time of their lives in this episode. Yeah. It was so fun. Um. Yeah. yeah, and that wraps it up. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, subscribe and rate and review and all that stuff. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, if you want to follow the Instagram at Boys Watching Buffy, you want to reach out via email, Boys Watching Buffy at Gmail dot com. Uh, check out our Discord. The link and information is in the show notes. And uh, the next episode, Vance, is titled Revelations. I think we have to fold Angel into this at some point. He he's did his Tai Chi this episode. He's ready. <laughs> he's ready to get back out there. He's ready. He's centered. <laughs> he's centered. Yeah. He's had a revelation while he was doing Tai Chi. Yeah. Um, I feel like uh, this is going to have something to do with the book of Revelations from the Bible. There's a bunch of demons and shit on that. Giles is going to be like, oh, don't you know uh, the dragon from the book of Revelations? Um, <laughs> Do you know anything about the book of Revelations? The yeah, it's crazy shit going on. The apocalypse type thing? Yeah, it's crazy shit. Okay. Dragons. Crazy. Jesus is coming back in the next <laughs> Smog, episode. Smog and hobbits. Or... There's dragons in the book of Revelations, I think. I don't think so, but I'm not sure. I'm going to look think, it up after I don't think this. I don't think there's dragons in the Bible. I will say that. I think that there are. Hold on. I'm I'm Googling this right now. Are there dragons? <laughs> dragons in the Bible. Are there dragons? in? The- yes, there are dragons in the Bible, but primarily as symbolic metaphors. S- scripture employs dragon imagery um, to describe sea monsters, serpents, sinister cosmic forces, and even Satan. Boom. Dragons appear as the primal en- enemy of God. Boom. Oh, shit. Here we go. The dragon is destroyed or subjected to God in the Old Testament, but reappears in the book of Revelation at the end of time when he finally he is finally disposed of once and for all. Fuck you, Vance. <laughs> There's going to be dragons in this next episode. Jesus is coming back in this next episode. I, I got nothing. I just got uh, I got internet schooled. You got Bible right. schooled, Vance. Yeah. I, I went to Bible Catholic schooled. school. I went to Catholic school all the way up until college. Oh, geez. Yeah, you went too. 
Yeah, yeah. and then I went to public, and that's when I started having all kinds of abortions. <laughs> oh, <God>. Anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're done. Yeah, stay tuned for the next episode. We talk about revelations. You want to splash around in the poo? You're the filthy one.